Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Conspiracy theories have plagued humans since the Russians poisoned the red M&Ms. FYI, it's totally safe to eat them. The M&Ms, I mean, not, not the Russians. I don't know what happened if you ate a Russian. Hello, my name is Andrew Kuntz, I'm from the Moraine Valley Speech Team, and I've done a little bit of research on conspiracy theories. More than ever, conspiracy theories are booming. According to the book The Psychology of Conspiracy Theories by psychiatrist Matt Bilwitz, more than 50% of Americans believe in at least one conspiracy theory. Now, you might be wondering, why is my teacher making me listen to this podcast? Well, there are some major world problems that are happening which are being dismissed as a conspiracy theory, such as global warming. The problem is we as citizens get distracted and can no longer be proactive in shaping effective policy. So today, we'll talk about the harmful misinformation that is spread by conspiracy theories, next examine why the phenomenon occurs, and finally, we'll look into some solutions. To start off with, according to Google definitions, the word conspire means you haven't gone number two in over four days. Wait. <laughs> no, that's constipate. Mental note, eat less cheese. To conspire means to covertly plan something malicious. According to Perspectives of Psychological Science of September 2018, a conspiracy theory needs an objective. Without that, there's nothing to conspire against. For example, thousands of hippie climate scientists have all conspired to lie about global warming. Why? <laughs> so they can get more grant money, of course. There are varying degrees and forms of conspiracy theories. First are the silly ones we poke fun at but sort of believe a little, like putting tinfoil hats on our heads so the government can't control our minds. Next, we have the generationally pervasive examples. They have a cure to cancer but won't reveal it. The Illuminati is controlling the country. Well, we are. The FBI is covering up aliens, and JFK wasn't really assassinated, but, um, you know, his head just kind of did that. Second, some conspiracy theories are generated as political ammunition against opponents. For example, Hillary Clinton had a CIA spy executed, or Barack Obama wasn't really born in the U.S. And while these are out there... There are actual Holocaust deniers getting elected into office, which brings me into the harms. Conspiracy theories cause us to distrust real information. This affects policy, political platforms, and the world we all live in. Sonder von der Linden, a PhD candidate with the best name ever, I mean, totally, I just picture this guy holding one of those, you know, um, jelly-filled pastries at the psych department at Princeton University, published his paper in the May 2018 Journal of Individual Differences that prove that when people are exposed to conspiracy theories such as global warming, they are less likely to take a pro-social environmental stance on the world. Moreover, after being exposed to conspiracy theories, people are less likely to accept scientific arguments. Well, duh! I mean, seriously, that got published? Oh my god, I'm going into psychology. Also, these conspiracy theories distract us from what people in power are actually doing. We're putting tinfoil hats on our heads while the NSA actually illegally wiretapped millions of Americans' phones without a warrant. Now that we've discussed what conspiracy theories are and the harmful misinformation they spread, let's look into why they're so pervasive and tempting. The causes are threefold. Agency, uncertainty, and confirmation bias. So first, psychology professor Viren Swamy, who told the New York Times of May 21, 2018 that people believe conspiracy theories because they lack agency in the world. They can't control the impending doom of climate change, terrorism, or violence. He states that if you know the truth, and others don't, 
That's one way you can reassert feelings of agency. Secondly, our brains can't process logical chaos, which is why you really shouldn't go to the student union. So, conspiracism can be comforting because it removes the scary notion of randomness from the universe. In his 2017 book, Conspiracy Theories and Those That Believe Them, Joe Uzinski, professor in the University of Miami Political Science Department, explains that when presented with random, senseless threats, such as marathon bombings or assassinations, our amygdala jumpstarts the brain into analytical overdrive in an attempt to create a coherent narrative to understand what just happened. In this paranoid overanalysis, the idea that someone bombed a marathon must be due to the large, massive, complex conspiracy plot due to the Illuminati. No, no, it can't possibly be as simple as two Russians designed to be pricks, right? Once these conspiracy factors are in motion, confirmation bias begins to set in. We see what we want to see in order to prove our theory. We interpret various signs to support our beliefs. For example, I know the Illuminati exist because I've seen the triangle and the eye on the dollar bill. I've seen in the Taco Bell logo a couple times. And if you look hard... There's even in a triangle between the M and V in the Moraine Valley logo. Another example of this can be seen in the similarities between JFK and Lincoln's assassinations. For example, both were shot in the back of their head next to their wife. John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald both have 15 letters in their name and go by a three-letter acronym. Booth shot Lincoln from a theater and fled to a warehouse, and Oswald shot Kennedy from a warehouse and fled to a theater. Lincoln was in Monroe, Maryland a week before his assassination, and Kennedy was in Maryland, Monroe. Think about it. I'm winking right now. Now that we've examined the causes behind conspiracy theories, let's look into some solutions. First, avoid the temptation to believe conspiracy theories. This will be hard because conspiracy theories are salient, they're interesting, twisted, memorable, and seductive. Kind of like me after one Mike's Hard Lemonade. But now you know. Always remember Occam's Razor. The simplest explanation is usually the correct one. People become unhinged and bomb things. 99% of climate scientists are probably credible. And if you've never seen Bigfoot before, it's clearly because he's hibernating. Second, you're going to have to learn to talk to others about conspiracy theories. First of all, avoid the temptation to succumb. When they're able to provide massive details and interpreted signs such as what I mentioned earlier, remember it's their paranoid brain in overdrive. Second, you might want to try to talk to them out of their conspiracy theories. Just avoid it yourself. The previously mentioned New York Times summarized what is known in conspiracy studies as the backfire effect. When given normal information, most people would consider contradicting evidence. But when I contradict someone's conspiracy belief, it often has a backfire effect. If you say, hey, the lizard people aren't that real, I might get something such as, you're just saying that because you are a lizard person! Don't eat me! I ate him. So today, we looked at the harmful information that is spread by conspiracy theories, their psychological causes, and what you can do to avoid falling victim. Thank you for your time today. Again, I'm Andrew Koontz, former member of the Illuminati, and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast.